Back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. 55 minutes after 10 o'clock, our Mellow Joy coffee time. My pleasure to be joined uh, by New Iberia Mayor Freddie DeCourt. Joins us generally on the Thursdays following uh, Tuesday City Council meetings. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, sir. Appreciate it, as always. And get into uh, that in just a little bit. Uh, any uh, breaking news, things uh, to talk about? Yeah, not really. You know, I mean, just uh, busy this morning, been at both the parks. We have a construction project that is uh, fixing the baseball field at West End Park and doing some new lighting there and some fencing. Uh, kick that project off this morning. Uh Maybe two days prior to that, kicked off. Uh, they'll start Monday, actually, the construction with the Boys and Girls Club. Then went over to Sear Gates, uh, picking paint colors for the inside. I had a little money left, and we'll do some. We already did some painting inside of West End, so now I'm trying to catch Sear Gates up. Um, have some small projects coming that are going to be really good to kind of finish off those gyms. The sprinkler system project for Sear Gates is a few months away. The uh, Felicity's Landing met with the contractor this morning about some electrical things. We have so much going on in Pulling Plaza that we're, you know, a lot of things are getting reworked. Mm -hmm. Basically, there's an electrical panel that I think the Sugarcane Festival uses and maybe Gumbo Cook-Off to plug in some campers. Well, that's going to have to move for the new service for Felicity's Landing. And then on the opposite side, we have this giant service coming in for the new stage and bathroom addition. And so... You know, things are going to start changing on people that there'll be some inconveniences while we, you know, pull all this off. But uh, so just been busy. Today's been kind of traffic cop day of running around looking at a bunch of good things coming. Okay. Yeah, I I was thinking about it um, because someone told me one of the dance studios was closing and it got me thinking about the festival building. And you and uh, the parish had discussed uh, taking that over. We had. We talked about it a couple of times and it's never really come to fruition yet um i probably had a different concept for that building that uh you know if we if we did it but uh yeah that's a parish building and and i'm not sure right now we have so many projects and so much stuff going i don't think that's on anybody's radar immediately uh but neat old building owen southwells was the architect he designed it to look like a sugar mill people have kind of misconstrued that a few times and done a few remodelings that it doesn't quite look like it did originally, but uh, it's close. But uh, I, I do kind of like that concept, and, and it's it's neat, and that industrial look is really in now. You know, you go all over the place, and we're paying good money to replicate that. So I don't want to write that building off. I think it's a cool building. Yeah, and, and certainly I think it could be utilized more. It could. Sure. It could. Definitely. All right. Uh, City Council met uh, Tuesday night, and I think uh, at the start, um, did you have someone address uh, that maybe wasn't on the agenda, or am I thinking of the public comment period? No, that was just public comment period. Yeah, okay. And that uh, concerns about uh, the railroad crossing, yes. uh, pro and con yard. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That's nice. I love it when people come and you get both sides, you know, because you don't always do that. Sometimes it's... Sometimes you feel like the room's stacked. You know, everybody is passionate about something or a council person or just some citizens, and they all come and give you that one view, and then you're like, okay, what about the rest of the world? Uh, so it always makes it interesting, but uh, that was good that we heard from both sides. And uh, the council, lengthy discussion on it. In fact, uh, that 
idea that uh, there has been so much lengthy yeah. conversation about this. Uh, ask the question, do we continue to discuss it? Do we continue to make an effort? Um, uh, what uh, did you settle on, and uh, have you had an opportunity to do anything with what you've settled on well, at this the, point? The consensus was basically that we've done everything we can do. I sent that follow-up letter that kind of told every part and piece of the story as in a, in a brief way. Um, we are waiting on DOTD to get back to us, and we have asked them, you know, do you, do you need another public hearing? Would that have any sway in, in an opinion? If not, you know, why would we do it? Because uh, the last thing I have from them is their mind's made up. So the last piece I have directly from them is, you know, Caroline and Providence are closing, and that's what we're doing. So we had a long discussion, good discussion, worked around the whole table probably three or four times, which is always fun. Um, but as it stands, we don't have any action to take. You know, if someone okay. calls me, I'm willing to talk about it. If they reach out in the letter, I'll be rushing right back to the council. If it's even a, just another final notice of this is when this is happening, I'll, I'll just call them all and tell them. But we really don't have – we've exhausted every effort on this, even put up money that, you know, was a – Offered to uh, put up money. Offered yeah. to put up money, which was a split thing that it was three to three, and I broke the tie because a council person uh, wasn't there that night. So you could see that everybody was pretty divided. The room was divided. The, the public comment, you had some people that wanted it closed. You had some people that wanted to leave it open. So the, the crust of it all is just really out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, we gave them, you know, and, and you can't say the railroad's been here forever, but they've been here for a long time, not, not the whole time our town has been here. But we gave them a But, but this town, right like away. many other communities, sold their soul to the railroad yes, to, yes. Get it, to get it through. To get because it through. Because at that time it was so it important. Was, it to, was the thing, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's our Internet. That's, that was their, you know, their everything. So uh, that was fiber. So, yeah, it's here. We can't stop it. They have a right of way through the middle of our town. And at the end of the day, they're going to follow these federal mandates because that's where they get their money. And it's all a money decision. And, uh, you know, one, one gentleman had all this research on their profits. And, you know, it was interesting. Uh, you're right. The railroads make billions of dollars. But, uh, you know, they're going to do what they do. We've put up a good fight on this and had a lot of communication and a lot of going back and forth, and we've tried three or four ideas. And at this point, we just, uh, we're in a wait-and-see mode. You know, uh, after hear- listening to that discussion yesterday and playing it back, I uh, came out of the meeting thinking Warren Buffett, who owns pretty much Berkshire Hathaway, which yeah. owns BNSF, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, he, he's always complaining about his taxes being too low. That he thinks people in yeah. his uh, salary or uh, pony or up revenue, for crossing. <laughs> would it be so bad to write him a letter saying, "Listen, in the past you've said you, here's a way for you to contribute you can more. Put it in our community. Would it be so bad? No, that's that's kind of a fun idea. I think you could pen a, a fun letter yeah, in regard to that. That could be fun. I never know. Like that idea. You never know. Anyway, anything else out, out of his back that? pocket? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was it. Uh, and the rest of the meeting, we can kind of go over it. Yeah. We didn't have a lot, a lot of stuff. No, no, that was in it fact, on that it, issue. you know, as the meeting was progressing, I, I was thinking, man, no, you know, because the meeting was about an hour, hour, two minutes, whatever, yeah. and you guys were through most of the agenda so quickly. I'm yes. like, what? Oh, yeah, the railroad the discussion. Railroad. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's coming well, up. You always um, see when, the, you know, there's always, a, there's always one in there. But, uh, of course, another big item, and, and I, I 
was thinking about this too. You you saw the millage renewal that the school board uh, passed successfully. Yes, I did. And you know, six percent voter turnout. I know. And it made me think: uh, Would you guys reconsider the date of this election? Yeah, you know, we maybe should have. We couldn't put this road thing on for April. We didn't have time. And you can't put the same type of proposal. It has to be longer than six months from uh, the date that the voters voted on it. So we were really, really rushing if we would have tried to put it on. And then I'm going to be honest with you. The school board uh, has got that millage passed since 1970, and they've done a ton of good with it. You know, new schools everywhere, turf fields. I mean, you can go on and on. And whether you They've agree done with what they promised. <clears throat> they've done everything they promised. So imagine if I had put the road millage, that is not a new tax, it's no new tax burden, but it failed by 133 votes last time. Imagine if we had crammed it and tried to put it on there, and they both would have failed. Cool, I'd have some people <laughs> mad at me. So I thought of that. We didn't have time anyway. No, but, no, but, but, I but, thought but of a that future said, election that yeah. is a smaller election. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I did think of that. It, it didn't uh, escape me that 6% turnout was just the people who wanted to go and support it because it passed by 70-something percent. Better than, yeah. Or maybe 80-something percent. So I did think of that, but, you know, I'm not trying to trick anybody. Right. I'm not trying to pull a fast one. And, you know, we have it coming in October, and we will have a good voter turnout then. I mean, it's a lot of big races. So. Parish, parish uh, and statewide election yeah, yeah. offices, yeah. So for me, it's a fair way to do it, you know. I mean, it, uh, it'll gauge public it'll opinion. It'll gauge public opinion, and uh, I think that's what it's for. Because we had thought of it, and then when I saw that, I was like, man, that's, you know, that's how it works sometimes. But, uh, nah, I'm happy going in October. And the legwork's about to begin. We're, we're meeting and kind of organizing right now it's, uh, so that I can get going. And in fact, we haven't spoken, certainly not in the studio, uh, since the special meeting that uh, began the dialogue of what the wording would be in yes. an effort to best explain it to people who, if, if they knew nothing about it walking into the booth, you're hoping the wording can at least make them yeah, understand, if, if at least they go to the trouble of reading it. It still doesn't say renewal because it can't. No. But it is much better. And all of the things, and they were all, I mean, I'll say that forever. Some people voted no because they didn't like the wording. But the wording was everything associated with the street. We weren't spending that money anywhere else. But it left open to a bunch of conjecture, I'll call it, that people were like, well, it, the landscaping was like sometimes on the side of the road, you got a hydro seed, you have to, you know, do things for a road. The sidewalks were associated with the road. The maintenance was associated with the road. The uh, everything that it said was really only for a road. And, and remember, anything we do is going to be dedicated. But people misconstrued that and started saying, oh, I bet they're doing landscaping in the city plant hall. a tree. I bet they're planting a tree. So you some couldn't even people, do it. That's a state highway. You couldn't even. Yeah, couldn't even. Yeah. yeah you know. So some of that we knew this time. I listened when I had my desk on the sidewalk. I needed to get rid of that. So Jason Akers worked hard. It still is not completely approved. And we, at that, that special meeting, we had a short version and a little bit longer version the longer version had a bunch of legalese in it trying to explain that it wouldn't be more than 6.85 mils, but it never could really say that's the same 6.85 mils that the city's going to pay off and try to just, you know, bring back. 
So it got confusing, and Jason called me the next morning. He, how did he put it? He told me he had buyer's remorse. He said, uh, man, I don't think that's the way to go. I think it needs to be the short version. So it is the short version. And uh, so I worded it clearer, and all of those other things. Look, all I'm trying to do is fix the roads. That's it. Just, just If we can pull this off to continue the $12.5 million that we're spending now in roads, and people can see we're, we're doing it, it's happening, um, it will go directly into more asphalt, more concrete for the road itself, and I'm not worried about anything else. Uh, and I'm not desperate, but I just didn't want to be the mayor who went down with one road program and kept us in that same cycle that doesn't work. Yep. You know, if we go 14 years between road cycles, you know, they, you, you're not doing, you're not, you're not accomplishing much. I know you talked about um, maybe billboard signage. I, I'm, I'm even thinking of, of simple signage along the recently. Cons- uh, reconstructed roads and say if you like this uh, support us in October that is that is one that's on the list yeah. uh, if you don't like this but a big pothole uh, you know then you know or if you like this do nothing mm-hmm. you know if you like the pothole do nothing if you like uh, the new road you know vote yes uh, those are the kind of things that I think you're going to see this time. You're on the clock six months now from, or really a little less than six months now from yes. that election. Yes. I know you've talked about uh, a massive campaign, both through private funds and city uh, dollars. Uh, what you approached can do. by three or four people that are ready to start a pack. So that should happen in the next few weeks. Um, I have a meeting next week with the, our PR team. And that's, you know, you're going to start seeing stuff pretty soon. I mean, I think I need to. Uh, you know, you, you really run a campaign for about four months before, but it takes two months prior to that to get it all ready. So that's, uh, that's the mode we're, we're stepping into. All right. So anything else on that? So uh, no. the, the, what the council did, uh, you did two things related to it, or did you introduce another one? We just, is the wording. Yeah. So we're going with the short version, so it comes back to the council to make sure that it's the short version all right another resolution uh to uh execute a cooperative endeavor agreement between you and parish government related to gosep issues that's just to get back about 30 something thousand dollars from money we spent on the tornado okay and that's all that is all right another uh resolution authorized you to proceed with energy infrastructure upgrades at the cliff oakland building as part of the statewide energy efficiency program and i believe there is something similar to that um down the road as well yes we uh did that at city hall they came in upgraded all our fixtures to led changed all the light bulbs it's free uh and that's something we're doing to the front building now glad to get it all right another uh, resolution uh dealing with the uh light uh, uh group uh, out at uh, ul yeah, it's really yes it's ul Um, That is a study that we're doing, an economic study that will show us uh, things that the West End needs. In addition to that, uh, this is a program that Jeffrey Stewart from UL has been running in Lafayette with good success, in North Lafayette, which has many similar challenges to, you know, our West End or, you know, to some of those areas. So he's developing where he finds through workshops local entrepreneurs that you would have to say were you know as many micro as you can get you know out of their house illegal just you know doing something and he's had good success with turning some of these you know very talented people into real business people where they got brick and mortar or you know maybe it's a food truck or maybe it's brick and mortar but in many cases brick and mortar he used the example of a lady who baked in her out of her house and was just you know pulling stuff off 
and now she has a big bakery and it's worked very well in Lafayette. So he puts on these seminars, uh, workshops, if you will, where he encourages entrepreneurship and finds people who, you know, have a talent. We are trying to do this and we need to do it anyway because it's cool. But we are trying to do it in conjunction with the fact that we are about to get a donation of a piece of property in the West End and money, which is very, you know, unusual. And we're very blessed to get this money to go toward improving that property. So we want to make sure that there's community buy in and that we don't do something, you know, that the community is not going to support. Okay. so that's that's why we're doing this. So it's right now, is it a blank script or do you have some ideas? It's my three council members that I met with that represent these this area and that are familiar and that we talk all the time as I do at all my council. Uh, we have some ideas, but we don't want to put them out there until we know what the community input right. is. But it's not blank, but we just don't know. If we want to make sure we're right. You know, well, why would you take a land donation and money to do it and then just go off half cock? without getting input from the people that, you know, you're hoping support this. Can you even uh, talk about the property? Uh, I don't know if I should. Okay. I, I mean, give me, you know, it's coming. It's not signed yet. You know, I'm a little business dude. I, I, I like the I like the signature. I'm excited about it, and it comes with a, a good amount of investment dollars, and, and we have permission to leverage those dollars. So as soon as we would ink the deal, I'll be running to, like, state economic development. I'll be running to, you know, any grant I see or anything I see that I could leverage the money that we would have in hand for that project. So it's coming, but just give me a little bit of more time because I don't want to get ahead of myself. But I needed to explain to you what the catalyst was of why right. we were doing this, why, we, why suddenly we were hiding UL to help us. Gotcha. Appreciate it. And we'll look forward to more on that uh, yeah, at some can, point. Can't uh, wait today. I think we have a caller on the line. Let's see if it's a question or comment for the mayor. Hi, you're in the air. Uh, good morning, Jeff, and good morning, Mayor. Good morning. All right, doing a good job, man. You got New Iberia <laughs> moving and grooving. We're trying, man. We got, I'll never run out of work. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have two uh, quick questions uh, to ask you. Uh, mayor, is it any kind of way you can get with Lafayette and maybe they can kind of help us out on some bus uh, transportation? You know, I would love to see us have that as one of our problems that we don't have a transportation system. People have tried private in the past, and, and they didn't make enough money. Uh-huh. To get somebody from Lafayette, we've had some conversations, but I, I haven't found a company who was interested in coming yet. You know, Lafayette has bus lines, mm-hmm. but Lafayette has 250,000 people. They also recently expanded to Karen Crow. And they did. And they did. So So I'm not going to say no. Now, Karen Crow's closer than New Iberia. Obviously, yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't mind talking to him. But I do know that, you know, we know that that's a need in our community. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I think it's just hard to make money with it. Right. Uh, You know, but it's needed. I I see that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Second question. And and, uh, the second question... uh, Mayor, uh, what I wanted to ask you, uh, a couple of years ago, they, uh, when they uh, fixed Main Street up, and uh, they put some new uh, street-like poles on it, and it had some speakers on it. Mm-hmm. And it, it was tied into uh, FM radio station not too far from y'all. Is, them, is, is this still in operation? No, this is the deal. That came in in the 70s. That was under urban renewal when we did Project Impact in the mid-70s. 
time. And I only know because I was a little boy and I would ride my bicycle from our office and they kept running me off the construction site because they kept picking up stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, that's a whole other story. But it's been there and it worked in the downtown. Like when I got back from college in 83, you know, it was working. It was working and even into the early 2000s yeah, because we were on oh, those for a while. Yeah, it worked till about the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then the city started getting all these letters that we were going to have to pay. And this was some movement. Jeff and I have talked about that more than once, that we were infringing on royalties, so we would have to pay for every song that was played, okay, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. You know how when you've got a good thing, people can mess it up? Well, somebody, some, somebody messed that up. So the city started getting letters about that. And then I do know that over the years some utility work was done, and some of the speaker lines, they all run underground between those planters, and they're all in loop. They all hook together. Mm-hmm. We have some problems that some of them are broken because I kept thinking, you know, maybe they'll just keep sending me letters. I'd like to turn it back on if you want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. The speakers, for the most part, are still there. When we remodeled the bathroom to make the little visitor center that kind of tells our story, gets people interested in hanging around downtown and, and that's, looking that's at That's where us. the tuner was. That's right? where the tuner was. Mm-hmm. Because when Cliff O'Connor was the mayor, I'm going to tell myself, I had a key. And myself and one friend would use the key. We only did it about four or five times. And we would change the radio station to K94, the Rock and Roll Air Force, okay? Mm-hmm. And we would crank it up. And then everybody would be mad trying to figure out who switched the radio station, okay? Because mm-hmm. they didn't really like playing rock and roll at that time downtown. So I did that maybe three or four times. Then I had to give the key back. But uh, the wires are still there. Because when we remodeled, I kept the closet. And the wires are there. So my plan is to try to figure out what would work and what wouldn't work. But I know that we kind of looked at that. I brought a tuner from my house. I hooked it up. I tried to see if I could get anything working. And, and we have some broken wires somewhere. Oh, but uh, anyway, I thought that was cool. I thought that was neat, and we had the local radio station playing. Uh, you know, I, I you think know, it's especially cool. when we were playing Louisiana music. Yeah, uh, you get these yeah. tourists uh, digging it, and I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then, and I, then there and was I, my show, and uh, yeah. I, I can think of a mayor who probably yeah, yeah, wasn't. they probably cut it out. They wouldn't cut the wires because of <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Anyway. Cause, uh, uh, my last statement, uh, sure. Cause I remember when when I was a uh, you know a teenager man used to walk down on Main Street on Sundays and you know it was just so nice just you know walking and looking and listening to the yeah. music and I wish that could come back. Yep. Well, may, may, maybe we can figure that one out. I can tell you what, that would be easier to do than the buses. <laughs> right. <laughs> Appreciate the call. But, okay. Thanks a lot, man. Thank Go you. Ahead. Appreciate the call. You know, uh, one thing you could utilize would be information. You know, uh, air a loop of, you know, community events. Hey, while you're downtown, think about going to Conrico or, you know, those kind of things where maybe you could utilize it for public information. That could work. Press this button to hear that something. That could be kind of you know? cool. Does, do copyrights run out on I don't know that. Do copyrights run out on music? Like if you're playing some 20s jazz, I, 100 I, years later, is it still I know things before 72 might be fair game. Because what if we just did that? I don't care if we just put it on a loop. And I mean, we've got computers. We can figure it out. What if we just looped older music that's not copyrighted and you know got it working again and told them to... I know I have to turn in pretty extensive reports. Uh, for instance, if I schedule music uh-huh. uh, and I do it with a computer program, 
But then I decide to delete one, add one. I make those changes because cool. I have to report every song that we play to a, a certain reporting agency. Wow. Again, all about the royalties. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to look into if there's a time the royalties run out because that would be cool. Then we just say, hey, we don't owe you anything. Yeah. Hey, it seems to me, too, uh, a lot of... Uh, Cajun music, the older Cajun, Cajun French yeah, music, yeah. that uh, would defy copyrights to me. I, I don't know. Seems like it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll study have to look that. into that. Yeah, why don't you help me with that? That could be fun. Appreciate the call. And uh, not one more resolution uh, authorizing the submittal of uh, Louisiana Community Development block grant application. Uh, yeah, demo, demo money. We are looking up to half a million dollars to help us clean up our town. Uh, it's all related to demos. All of the houses or commercial buildings in this uh, instance have to be follow our demo criteria. We have to be that it, it fits the program that we currently have. The reason we can apply for this, which this is kind of kudos, is that somebody was smart years ago and set up this program because towns that don't have an active uh, compliance office and don't have demo programs and have not been doing demos aren't eligible. So that's when we got piqued our interest. So we are looking. We did find a creative way to maybe do this. I'm not going to put it out there, and I've been kind of shushing people. But we have a creative way to do it if it works, and we've asked the questions. Well, the problem is when you're creative, then you throw the monkey wrench in the spokes because they don't know what to do. They're trying to give, me, give us an answer on our approach because our approach is different from everybody else's. Well, I think that's cool. That's how you win. So uh, we're waiting to hear. As soon as I know that, then I'm going to have a little blitz because I don't have much time left to, to put something together. But in one way, it would be almost impossible to get very much of this money in the way that they laid the system out in one interpretation. In our interpretation, we could roll. Mm -hmm. So we are waiting to hear. Uh, I, I'm going to check on that. I haven't been. I've been, I've been at parks and sites and stuff all morning. When I get back to the office, I'm going to check to see if our consultant got an answer. All right. Introduced a couple of ordinances, and I'm not sure if you addressed the, the re-roofing project at City Park and West End uh, Community Yeah, centers. we're owed some money from the state. It has gotten a little complicated. They made a match amount, and then they matched another percentage, and we felt we were owed some money. And we went back and forth, and so we're still, I had a conference call on that yesterday, we're still trying to weed through that one project. Uh, but this was a step to uh, make that happen. All right. Uh, amended the budget to reflect a change order for the uh, Civic Center Marina, setting a public hearing. Yes, we had a little money left, and there are some things that we would like to do. Um, adding some hose bibs, basically water faucets. Adding five water faucets back there so that that whole deck can get washed down. Trying to think of maintenance. It's all marine treated, but still, you know, you got to keep it up. Uh, that was something that we waited till the end to make sure we didn't have a problem before we added the money. We added, we had three ladders in the deal, so now we could afford five ladders. And then you have one more phase of that marina, which we opted not to apply for. We applied that money to Felicity's Landing, which would give us a tour boat, hopefully, which certainly will give us uh, access downtown from regular-sized boats, and people can come and go. So we thought that was more important than that last uh, phase. But we have enough money to sink six piles. So we kind of mark all the way up to the end of the property line. And if we put six more piles, we do plan on being refuge for, you know, a hurricane, boats that are at the port, boats that are at the point, boats that are 
you know, we used to do that. Everybody would flotilla into town and tie their boats up. So we figured why not take add those six piles aren't going to be wasted whenever we do the next phase. But if we added those six piles, uh, the PD boat could park back there when it needed to and have some protection and boats could tie up. So we're it's six piles, hose bibs and ladders. And that uh, was money that we had left in the project. So that's what we're doing with that. All right. And finally, uh, as far as ordinance introduction, uh, the uh, software for the Parks and Rec and Pepperplex uh, in regard to tournaments and other related yeah. stuff. Richard Romero, who ran all of Broussard's wonderful park, uh, our big brother, I'm going to call it. Uh, Richard, no park can operate without this uh, software. It's what all the tournaments use. It's what all the travel ball uses. You're not in the game if you don't have this. Uh, I knew nothing about this. Till that's why, you know, smartest man, hardest people, smarter than himself. You know, Richard was certainly the right guy and is doing a great job there. But it's something that he's advocated from the beginning. You know, I have to have this to run the park. Uh, then we showed it to Heather and kind of looked at Park and Rec and figured some uses that they saw as well that other communities, you know, use the same software for. So it's going to be a split to be paid every year. Because, of course, there's a fee like everything. Yeah. So that'll get split between uh, the rec department and the Pepperplex. But that's what that's about. Any other Pepperplex updates? Uh, you know, they're still working like gangbusters. The uh, concession stand is getting punched out. The uh, turf fields are done. Uh, most of the lighting you, you've done. turfed everything you're going to turf at this point yes we have one more field to turf that will have to go in a future phase uh talking about the pepperplex we are working with uh senator mills and looking at capital outlay for this year and senator mills is helping us as is everybody but he's helping us with the pepperplex money and so we are attempting to uh we've asked for more money for the pepperplex we have another phase planned out which would turf that last field which would do major uh, parking lot improvements, which would do a big, huge pavilion. Uh, we, we've got some concepts, so we just have to see how much money we get. But we are working on that. I talked to them this week because uh, the bill passed uh, on the representative side and then it goes to the Senate side, I don't know, probably next week. Mm-hmm. So we are working you know, hard to uh, secure more funding because we know we have more to do. Gotcha. It's coming along. It's uh, it's impressive what we've got done. It's not cheap. Uh, when you go out there, you can see a big difference. But I mean, that's with the, you know three million dollars should make a big difference. But we have more to go. So uh, just working through that. But it's coming along. And, we, and every little, uh, we ended up with fifty thousand dollars, and they're going to start sinking bollards at the parking lot where they can take up all those old ratty looking telephone poles and get rid of them. That was a, a little other little grant we got from the state. So we're doing that. We've applied for some other grants that we haven't heard about yet. So we know it's going to be an ongoing project. I don't ever want to get them to Broussard and Youngsville. We, we can't do that. We can't support that. We have too much need everywhere else. But we, we need another, another boost, and I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in a spot that we'll all benefit. And travel ball will come, and we will end up, you know, economically generating some money. And more importantly than that, it's just a quality of life for our citizens and our families. But it, uh, it's going to get there, just one step at a time. There you go. And uh, finally, anything out of the council remarks? I know you passed on any remarks uh, yourself, but. Uh, no, we didn't really have too many. Basically, almost everybody passed. We didn't have a yeah. lot of councilman remarks and nothing that I. 
I mean, we and everybody Brooke said something about coffee with a council member. Yes, yes, I was going to say Brooke, Brooke has an event tomorrow. Uh, we have the race tomorrow. The the Bayou Saturday five K Saturday. I'm sorry, yeah. Saturday. Brooke has her coffee thing Saturday. Uh, the tricycle races are Saturday. So that's three big things we talked about. That is, you know, some good events, good community events. Your your recollection of the previous uh, Acadiana Five Hundred. My dad rode for the Optimist Club a couple times. Uh, mm-hmm. I can remember as a kid, and I mean, I must have been uh, eleven or twelve. The tricycle was at our house because we had a long concrete driveway, and men were coming and practicing. <laughs> and so I can remember riding it up and down the driveway. But uh, and I guess some of those are going to be the same. I guess some are. Captain, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. But, uh, and we'll see if modern technology, you know, kicks butt and they do something different. I was wondering about that. But, uh, no, it was always a really good event. I can remember going as a kid. The park was packed. Uh, you know, so it should be interesting. I think I ring the bell for the 5K run in the morning and then uh, plan on going to the – it's kind of weird that both of those really good events are the same day, but it might work out really good. So uh, it, it's almost a shame the race doesn't finish there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It goes through the park, but right. it doesn't finish there. Right, right. So, uh, but two great community events. So, yeah, that's kind of really, as I recollect, all we talked about in Councilman's remarks for those events uh, and, and Brooks events. You know? a- any other updates on anything else? Uh, no, you just offer up? just running through stuff, man. Just you know, it's it's never a dull moment, and all these projects are good. But don't fool yourself; they all got snafus. They all got problems. You know, it's a typical the world I live in. So uh, it's fun. It, it's uh, I'm very blessed to have this job, um, and to uh, to handle these projects and put my skill set to work. So uh, no, it's good. Just just really busy right now. In the, since we've uh, been on the air, I just saw an app alert about a shooting in town. Are you? Familiar with that? Yeah, I am. It. it uh, I looked at. My, I try not to look at my phone too much while we're on here, but yeah, I did see it. Uh, it's uh, uh, maybe it, it's not good. I think it's a uh, maybe a child playing with a gun. Hmm. So uh, I. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Okay, well, I'll leave it at that. Uh, more information. Yeah, will be forthcoming. Yeah, I don't really. I get all of that, and I really try to not uh, inject myself too, too much. I, I go to scenes. I see what's happening. I make sure my community and my police are both treated fairly, and I have to get involved in some things sometimes. But, yeah, that thing goes off, and I want it that way. I could turn it off if I wanted to, but uh, my phone goes off day and night, and I see, you know, really everything. And uh, it, it uh, it's very interesting. Let's leave it at that. There you go. Uh, yep, Youngsville has been a topic. Their police department, city council. Yeah, have you been following I that? Have and a are you bit. glad you don't have that problem? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. No, I have been following that, I'm, and I've been looking at Lafayette's audit report. And uh, true, yeah. You know, we just we just uh, ours comes to the meeting on the sixteenth. So our next council meeting, you know, we'll be reviewing our audit report. I got it. It's good. You know, good. we good. Uh, we had four small findings last year. We have two small findings this year. So that's down, you know, uh, halfway there. And then, uh, you know, money's still solid. Things are still good. So well, uh, that, speaking of money, I was going to ask you about uh, the Pepperplex uh, funding that was based on a special TIF district tax uh is that coming through as hope it's tracking yes it is it is because that is always the fear that you say okay the norm has been this i'll base it off the five-year 
you know, that's what I did. I mean, I took five years of records. I took anything I could get of retail, applied the tax amount, and kind of kept playing with it and playing with it between myself and my finance director and Jason Akers to make sure that we were, uh, you know, true on our predictions of what we'd have. And it, it's, it's, it's right there. Good. Right there. Good. And uh, looking, and that's one of the big things. I track the TIF districts. You track that. I track the uh, percentage our sales taxes are at and how they compare to the year before or sometimes for the last few years just to try to get a handle because that's that's where, you know, I always say that government doesn't get anything it didn't take from somebody else, and I take that seriously. But on the flip side, you've got to project your cash flow. You know, a budget is a budget, and that's all it is, but, you know, you can't be too wrong. Uh, so it I spend a lot of time playing with those numbers because I have to. We, we leverage money. We do things. We've gotten aggressive, I think more aggressive than, you know, had been seen in the past to make things happen. And uh, to do that, you got to have money, but it's uh, you got to keep a handle on it, too. So uh, that's a big part of my job. All right. Anything else uh, you want to add before we let you go? No. I think everybody come out this weekend to all these events. It should be good, as usual. And uh, the Art Walk was great last weekend. I mean, the weather cleared up at the last minute, but tons of vendors. I saw a lot of people walking around. It, uh, it was good. It's just that time of the year that we, you know, it's fun to celebrate our community. There you go. Cool. Always a pleasure, sir. Thank you.